America needs a tidal wave of the old-time religion. I have sinned against you. How dare you! We have no need to doubt God. The heart of Babylon is preparing the nations to receive the Antichrist. I didn't even build that house with money from the church. I built it with money from my book. I don't make this stuff up. Repenting of your sin. It is a moral issue. They got together and swore a pact to the devil. I just enjoy seeing people worship, <sighs> praising God. Hey everybody and welcome to Belief It or Not, the show where we believe it. Or did I? We did. I feel like I kind of became robot there for a minute. Yeah, that's okay. okay Seems to cool. be a trend. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, I just know that like Alexa's doing really well for herself mm-hmm. and Google is too. What does Google Assistant have a name? I think it's just okay Google. Okay, Google. That's not a good yeah. name, though. No, it's Because, I mean, like, I think Windows has, what, Cortana? Yeah, that's oh, right. Oh, no. I'm just, my, my phone is <laughs> listening to me. <laughs> but uh, we're not here to talk about robots today, are we? Uh, I mean, in a way, we are. Robots yeah, for the so. Lord, I guess. Mm, is that, yeah, is that what true. we should, is that what we call them now? <laughs> yeah, I think they're called, yeah, believers are called robots for the Lord. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, actually, mm-hmm. there was an episode of Futurama that really discusses what we're going to discuss oh, uh, today, well, I, and there were a lot of robots involved in true, that episode. That was, is that the robot hell one? No, the robot, the evolution one, where, like, oh. the nanobots or whatever turn into, like, the bigger robots. Right, then, I remember that creationist arguments mm. um what's your favorite uh god is real duh, <laughs> yeah. duh. that's um, a good creationist argument i don't know there's so like i feel like so much of it is just like uh, i don't want to say like memed out at this yeah. point but like in a way it kind of is you know it's like oh the earth is only this whole like oh we have to yeah. do this because of god and i, I just don't yeah i don't know I think I just I've shut down on most of them now. <laughs> it's true. It's like when I talk to people about ghosts or anything like that, I'm yeah. just kind of like, okay, sure. No, no, yeah. cool. I'm glad you believe it, but I'm good. Thank you. Yeah, that was so great at Comic-Con, too, where, like, again, you were the only one that didn't believe in ghosts. <laughs> like, why yeah. are you so cynical? It's like, not believing in something doesn't make you cynical. <laughs> That's what I don't get. It's just like, okay, I just don't believe in it because there's no evidence for it and there's nothing to support it. Other than your weird anecdotes. Yeah. Why don't you believe I'm wearing a hat? Why are you so cynical? Well, I don't see a hat on your head. (laughs) (laughs) You're not wearing a fucking hat. (laughs) Maybe if you got a hat, I'd believe it. (laughs) That's what I say to them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. um, uh, Yeah. We're we're so persecuted as non-believers. That's true. (laughs) We're not. We're really not. Nobody has ever had it worse in the history of time. It's it's annoying sometimes, but that's about it. Yeah, it's true. Mm-hmm. Especially, like, where we are. Um, but uh, <laughs> yeah, let's we talk are. about some arguments for okay. creationism against evolution more, more like. Right. The first one is the most common, I think, um, the most common one I've heard, is that evolution is only a theory. It's not a fact or a scientific law. It's just a theory. Yeah, I mean that oh, that comes down to the terminology more than anything. Yeah. The idea of that because it's called a theory, it means it's not a proven thing. But I mean that's yeah. not that's not what a theory means in this context. Yeah, it's true, and it's it, the fact that it's still used is very telling. I think of the way they're 
their mindsets work and the way what they're doing works because I don't think they're the main goal isn't to actually refute evolution it's to keep their people in the fold because right well so yeah. much of it like it's one of those like aha gotcha can't can't dispute that can you and mm-hmm. I think it always comes back to it comes back to a lack of education and a lack of yeah. a scientific understanding and I remember seeing some stuff saying like there's like a huge push especially in the states towards uh homeschooling for a lot of like yeah christian and denominational people and this is this is part of the reason is so that way you can push this stuff yeah exactly and not actually have to know like the science and have like this competency with these things but Mm -hmm. yeah because it's not the hypothesis of evolution yeah um i know like commonly we interchange those two words like mm-hmm. in in the world like i have a theory about ned from accounting mm-hmm. that's different than a scientific theory mm-hmm. we'll do another episode about what my theory about ned in accounting is. i can't wait for that i mean <laughs> i've been hearing some wild things yeah he didn't carry the two can you believe that oh i cannot but it makes sense i mean yeah, he hates twos yeah, he hates too. He's always hated. <laughs> yeah, but it's, uh, so I, uh, I read this definition. A scientific theory is a well-substantiated ex- explanation of some aspect of the natural world that can incorporate facts, laws, inferences, and tested hypothesis. So it's not just right. like, it's not like theory is less than a law. It's mm-hmm. like a law is contained in the theory. So the theory, it's like sure. music theory, you know? It's mm-hmm. like the theory of um, gravity, it's like there's all yeah. these different elements and you put them together and that's your the theory of of evolution. And mm-hmm. a theory is way more tested than any other kind of thing in science and um, has not been debunked or falsified. Well, I think that's another thing that's part of it as well with a lot of these scientific theories is that there's there's constantly they're they're constantly retesting and updating these things too, right? Yeah. It's not just like this was set in law, you know, a hundred years ago and nothing about it has ever changed and we haven't learned anything new. It's like, well, no, it's updated based on the, mo- the most current and up-to-date information that we have with it. Yeah, exactly. Within, within reason, you know? Yeah. And we, yeah, the more we understand about evolution, mm-hmm. it's like there's things that get added and, and in our understanding, but yeah, it's, 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 stood up the test of time pretty well yeah (laughs) my thing my thing about it is just like like how can you not see evolution just in the last like even if you look at like agriculture if you look at how that how much that has changed in the last hundred years if you look at dog breeds over the last hundred years how much they have changed and how much influence we can have on them in just a few generations yeah exactly yet you don't think that over a longer period of time things could evolve like yeah, and that's actually another argument. Um, mm-hmm. Nobody has ever observed evolution, therefore, how can it be a scientific theory? But like, we're seeing it all we, the time. Even exactly. people, yeah, like human beings, we are still evolving right now, and we're yeah. seeing changes in people right now. Exactly, and it's like that's why, yeah, and like they have that they did that study in Russia with the foxes. They bred foxes over time and bred them for certain characteristics and then put yeah. those different foxes that they bred in different barns and, and stuff like that. And then they've also, you know, observed it in fruit flies because fruit flies mm-hmm. have a shorter, you know, a mm-hmm. generational life. So it's easier to tell like evolutional changes when they, yeah. And, and now that, over and now over again. People, like I said, back yeah. to humans, we we're now Bluetooth capable. So 
Yeah, exactly. That's evolution. Yeah. Exactly. Like, it's... I don't know. I guess yeah. I guess it's hard to accept something that takes hundreds of thousands of or millions of years when you believe that the Earth is only... What was it? Seven thousand, six thousand. Yeah, it years? depends. Six thousand is the more common one, and then that's for young Earth creationists. And then there's different types of creationists. I think most of these are going to be arguments for young Earth creationism, though. Right, but, right. Because uh, yeah. I mean, that, that definitely. I mean, even but even seven thousand. Well, I don't know for something as complex. But then that comes back to like we've talked about, like the watchmaker argument, right? Yeah. Like, uh, or you know, you see that painting. Well, how did it get there? Someone yeah. had to have painted it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, okay. It's like there was that clip of uh, Ray Comfort when he's talking to somebody and he points at a building and it's like, you look at that building and you know that that building had an architect and you know that building had a builder and it's, uh, but yeah, but like he was inspired by another builder and like it goes back enough and it was like first a tent or a hut or whatever and it's like, yeah. that's even its own form of evolution, but. We also know that there are builders because mm-hmm. we see them and they do, they actively do these things. Exactly. I mean, I don't, I don't like go out to like the mountainside and I see a beautiful mountain and a river and think, mm, someone built that. Yeah. <laughs> that was something that was made gradually over time. It yeah. almost <laughs> evolved out of the landscape in a way, you know? Yeah. It's exactly. weird. It's very yeah. weird. Very weird. Another argument against evolution or for creationism is if humans descended from monkeys, why are there still monkeys? That's not how evolution works. Yeah. <laughs> it's not how it works. It's not just like once it evolves, nothing else is allowed to live anymore. Yeah. Um, another way, I think it was uh, Seth Andrews said, uh, if British people came over to America, why are there still people in England? <laughs> like That's basically the same thing. Like, <laughs> that, that's true. If yeah, they should all be American from, by yeah. now, shouldn't yeah, they? Yeah, it's true. Mm. <laughs> yeah, it's such a ridiculous um, argument that's still, again, still prevalent. And still, my cousin posts that stuff all the time. My dad used it once as a gotcha to me as well. But that, that, that comes back to again to scientific literacy right yeah it's about it's about hearing these arguments out of context and then in situations where the only people who are you're hearing it from are confirming your biases without actually you know having to be challenged on it right yeah. so then the time when people are actually challenged on it they're not they're not ready to do anything and they're like well all my friends know this is true and my church says it's true so it's yeah. true and you're just exactly. wrong yeah and it takes evolution to, uh, it almost, it's like that idea that evolution is supposed to be, um, you get better over time. No, that's not what it is at all. Exactly. It's like you're, you know, you're adapting to your surroundings. So this, this one ape moved to this area and got these traits because it needed those traits to survive in that area. While this other ape is like in this area where he's cool beans the way he is or whatever. Yeah. But I mean, like evolution is positive and negative too. Like, right. That's yeah. where... That's how viruses, that's another thing that we've noticed, like even with COVID over the last few yeah. years, look how much it's mutated in the last two years, different strains and different viruses. It's evolving. Yeah, exactly. Like in real time, this thing is changing and adapting to what we're doing to it. It is quite literally reacting to external stimuli in order to, to ensure yeah. its survival. Mm-hmm. It's the whole survival of the fittest kind of thing, some might say. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, interesting. Weird. Here's another argument. Evolutionists can't point to any transitional fossils. Example would be a, a half reptile, half bird. 
Yeah, so that's one of the common ones. So it's like, yeah, we see Matt. They 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 think there's like two different types of evolution, like one that exists and one that doesn't. So there's macroevolution and microevolution, mm-hmm. uh, which isn't the case. One's just like the zoomed in version. But yeah, there's <laughs> plenty of plenty of transitional fossils, but they just dismiss each one. I think there's too many big problems with this with this argument. I think the one is they're expecting like you know, that, that picture where it shows like the evolution of man, where you see like these very delineated changes and like, well, how come we're not seeing that? If we're not seeing that, then it's not real. But I think the other problem is, is that fossils and like these things are very, very rare yeah. and very hard to find. Uh-huh. And the fact that we found as many as we have from millions of years ago is fucking bonkers, to be yeah. honest. Yeah, it really is. Like, it's kind of like a perfect storm and how this stuff is like, you know, I mean, it has to be the right conditions. It has to be the right areas. Like there's so many factors that result in whether or not things are actually going to be preserved in this way without just being decomposed or washed yeah. away or completely lost. Or even if it's still there, we just haven't gotten to it. Yeah. So like the yeah, expectation. It's a needle in a, yeah. Mm-hmm, needle in a haystack essentially. Yes. Yeah. So it's like I I get like well why don't we have all these things like well we have a bunch of examples yeah. and a lot of things that give us these great inferences in order to make educated guesses on what it might be and we can see the connection in it we can see the similarities like why <laughs> we don't yeah. need to have every like an, an <laughs> a sample of every single step along the way we're trying to get there yeah like that's what that's what archaeologists are uh, you know paleontologists what is whatever the fuck they're paleontologists that's the what they're whole, trying to do right whatever yeah. they are i don't know i don't know the, yeah, names. the whole thing yeah <laughs> the whole thing that's what it's about that's what they're yeah. trying to do but and it, mean, i mean the that future am episode actually is a good example of that with like the well yeah but do you have this link in between and then they add it like yeah they found it okay but do you have this link yeah they found that but do you have it? it's like they Moving get to the move goal the goalposts yeah yeah. And uh, and that's the thing too is with arguments like this, it's they're trying to poke holes in a theory, mm-hmm. usually using dishonesty. But that doesn't do anything for their theory. That doesn't do. They're just saying mm, you don't have this missing link, so therefore it's not real. Well, they have yeah. the missing link. It's called the Bible. Mm, that's true. That is. It's true. all there, and I don't think yeah. it is all there. But they like to say it is sometimes. They do. <laughs> Another common argument and this is like mm-hmm. kind of more complex but it's still just as as ridiculous is the idea of irreducible complexity um this is what made me decide to actually do this episode because somebody commented on one of one of my videos about actually uh, evolution has been disproven by irreducible complexity it's like no no it really hasn't i know I've, I've definitely heard this one before but please uh, can you give me a better definition of it before we really get into this yeah so basically the idea is that there's certain things that exist that they're complex organisms that wouldn't work if they if they were less complex. They wouldn't have a purpose if they were less complex. So the reason that they exist as complex of a of an organism as they are is because they were created that way. The one example they used to use a lot is right. like if you think of a mouse trap, there's not really any other use for a mouse trap than trapping a mouse so what would be the steps before that and then there was a famous thing where somebody was like well you could use it as a tie clip <laughs> there could be a 
Yeah, so many, so many of those things are you can yeah. break it down. He's like, well, you've, you've got the springs, you've got yeah, the springs that were invented before. Yeah, you know, <laughs> you've got the wire, all these things. You've got metal fasteners. There are multiple components that came together in order to create this trap. Yeah, exactly. One I I know a common one I've heard for this a lot of times is uh, the human eye. They say, yeah. don't they? The human eye is one of the more common ones, and it, it's hilarious because you can definitely track how the human eye evolved, evolved yeah. over time. And like, yeah, if you look at like well, the eyes of fish and the eyes of yeah, like well, that's cells. the thing. Eyes have evolved in several different ways yeah. in different parts. <laughs> so like, there, are, it's not just like this is something that's happened one time and that's mm-hmm. it. This has happened many times and we have evidence for it and we can see this yeah exactly like photo like photoreceptors in very simple organisms you know over time they that that they become more and more like i don't see how you can say it's irreducible like that's just like saying like if you're looking at your computer and say no way that this could have been from something simpler yeah (laughs) it's like what are you talking about yeah. <laughs> what do you think we've been doing for the last hundred years? Yeah, we've been exactly. gradually building upon this and making it better and better and better. Almost like how evolution works. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, because like if you like um a simple organism, mm. all they need all they needed was light and dark to see like, yeah. oh, the sun's out so I can go up to the surface and mm. get this certain protein or i can get whatever and then yep. it's like other ones you know it evolves to be like now we can see a bit of a shadow and it yeah it, it all makes sense and like the human eye isn't the best eye in nature <laughs> no, we have so all. many issues like yeah <laughs> like we we don't have the best eyes we don't have the best smell we don't have the best hearing we don't have the best of almost anything to be honest. yeah exactly does god hate us <laughs> yeah probably that's <laughs> yeah. probably what it is but I mean, also part of our evolutionary biology is that we we evolved what ways that would be most beneficial to the way our species works, right? Yeah. Like, so that, we're we're well adapted to what we are, but we don't have the best of a lot of these things. Yeah, and an example I I read was feathers on a bird. It like it helps them fly. Right. It's very you know helpful in flight, but feathers evolved to keep dinosaurs warm. It wasn't about evolving to help them fly. It evolved to keep them warm. And then eventually right. it, it evolved further to help them mm-hmm. fly. So it's, um, we, you would look at it now and be like, there's no way that this, the feathers were invented for anything else except for help with, like with flight. But no, you can, you can trace that back. I mean, I wouldn't necessarily think that when I see a feather, I wouldn't be like that evolved to help flight. I feel like, I feel like you're looking at the end use of something mm-hmm. without actually just like thinking about like well you know there could have been something before that right yeah i don't know it, it, it feels very reductionist you're only looking at the final product you're not looking at how it got to that product yeah exactly yeah right yeah and there's a very common one is the flagellum fl- flagellum flagellum i think is how you pronounce it and it's like a protein that very much looks like a, a motor um, mm. It has motor components, and they're like, "How could this be?" But yeah. like, you know, it, it is. <laughs> like, with uh, there's different types it's of a little little thing called coincidence. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's the other thing too. With there's 
they, they always say the DNA has as much information as a book or whatever, or a bunch of books. And it's like, yeah, I mean, that's how you, you visualize it, that there's information, but it's not information like you'd, you know, right. like put in a hard drive or whatever. It's, it's not like a PDF or something. Yeah, exactly. It's made up of genetic materials. And yeah, it's it's like, yeah, you're using yeah. the the visualization of language and and mm-hmm. and things like that but that's not what it is if that mm-hmm. yeah if that makes uh, sense um, i got you the origin of the universe this one we talked about in the apologetics episode but i thought right. we'd discuss it here too is the kalam cosmological argument which is anything that right. begins to exist has a cause the universe began to exist therefore the universe had a first cause that's all it says, but they say that means God exists, which... I mean, I I understand I understand the urge. I mean, I think a lot of it is people trying to... Again, I think religion was born out of people trying to make sense of things, right? Yeah. It's trying to, trying to find an order in a place where there was no order or there is no order or understanding. I like to think that, you know, science and education and knowledge has kind of replaced our need for a lot of that. Mm-hmm. And we may, I mean, there's always going to be questions that we may never know, like the birth of the universe or what happened to start it, or if there is more to it, or if there was a beginning or there, I mean, once you start getting into like some of these things, like concepts of time and things like that, it's almost like nothing is in a way, sometimes like things aren't really even real. Yeah. Like when you're looking at these weird cosmic systems and stuff like that, Yeah. it's like our perception of what reality is and what these things are and having to find this order doesn't always fit into what it actually is yeah so we may we may never know how the universe truly did start or why or how but i don't think that means we have to jump towards supernatural yeah and then then that becomes just the god of the gaps thing where anything you don't understand you just say god done did it but well for sure and then that's that's the whole thing too and where it's just like well if the universe was that then who created the universe but then it's also like, well, then if God created the universe, who created God? Yeah, if everything has to have a cause, then... It's just it's yeah. just going to keep rolling back. And they're like, well, he's all-powerful. Where did he come from? Then? Yeah. Did he just spontaneously appear? Mm-hmm. And if they said yes, and they're like, well, that's what I believe the universe did. I believe the universe spontaneously appeared. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and then it's just like, we believe the same thing, just in different ways. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I don't know. That's That's one of those ones where... I don't. I don't even really know how you can, how you can get into that and, and <laughs> make a good argument. It's too high concept. It's too, yeah. it, too unfathomable. I think for yeah. actual understanding. And what what amazes me too is that we're we're like these creatures on this random planet, mm-hmm. and we figure out this way to study the world around us and work together yeah. and try to figure this out. And that's pretty amazing like what we have figured out is pretty amazing and then to like just be like no i have this old book and i don't want to give it up instead of embracing what we're discovering and knowing that hey we haven't figured it all out yet and there's gaps in our knowledge but look how far we've come you just want to be like nope i'm gonna shut that down and i'm gonna do what what my book says i always find it funny that like humility is something that a lot of religious sects try and promote but To me, believing in a religion is kind of the opposite of humility. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's ascribing yourself with such importance that you think a divine being created you special. 
Yeah. And that you guys are the chosen people or that you're, you're the ones that God wanted and you're his favorite and all this shit. Yeah. I feel like that is the exact opposite of humility. I think we don't, we don't have a divine purpose. We don't have a cosmic like benevolent overlord. We weren't created for a special reason. We are here by random chance. Yeah. And uh, through millions of years of cohabitation with other people and other species on this planet. And I think that is much more amazing and beautiful. And, and I, I find it liberating too. Yeah. Like there's nothing, there's nothing holding us to what we do other than trying to coexist with other people. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's pretty amazing that like what we've accomplished as these little, mm-hmm. this little virus on this planet. And like, but I mean, hell, even if we were just, well, I mean, we, we are doing this, but I mean, if we, if we were just like going around and like killing each other with sticks and stealing everyone's shit, which we are doing, yeah, but I mean like true. more, like if that's all we were doing, I mean like, that's still pretty crazy. Yeah. No, it's true. And uh, I think, yeah, that's another thing too, is it's, I don't know if it's an argument for creationism, but it's something you see mm-hmm. all the time that if you, if you just um, evolved out of chance or whatever, then your life has no meaning. And it's like, well, no, then you just get to create your meaning. Like, yeah, your meaning, you have agency yeah. over your meaning in a way. Yeah. And I think that that can be exciting and that can be you know, that opens up a lot more possibilities, right? Mm-hmm. You're not you're not living your life for an afterlife that may not come. You're living your life for right now, right? Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, so. you know, it's that whole thing of tiny changes like Frightened Rabbit. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if you listen to them, but like, yeah, they, you know, just make tiny changes while you're here. And then hopefully you leave this place, you know, a little, a little different than when you arrived. <laughs> Even right. if it's tiny, you're just like doing your part to, to make those tiny changes. And I think that's, that's cool. And that's important. And it's like, yeah, we were always taught growing up that, you know, in the church that, you know, what, whatever you do is just a ripple and it's going to dissipate. And it's like, no, it ripples out and, and makes changes. It's not going to just like go into the ocean and there's nothing. It's like, right. Yeah. Um, the other thing too is that I don't get how this is an argument against evolution, but they say that uh, it's basically like, well, evolution doesn't explain how life was created. Okay, that's true, but we can still study evolution. Like, it, yeah, that's a different I, topic. Abiogenesis is a different topic than evolution. I feel that's that's going back to our like birth of the universe argument. Yeah. It's a similar kind of thing where we don't necessarily have that. But it yeah. doesn't mean we can't make of, make sense of the things that we can see and observe, right? Exactly. Because then again, that goes back to like, well, God created life. I'm like, well, what created God then? Yeah. And the same thing. I got an argument in the comments, which I shouldn't do, but somebody was like, it basically the same thing was like, you can't explain, evolution can't explain where we came from. Like, that's it's not trying to. And then they replied, replied with, well, evolution couldn't exist if something didn't start it. It's like, yeah, that's true. It wouldn't exist, but nothing would. <laughs> like math wouldn't exist if the universe didn't start you know like (laughs) you know not to go back to hats all the time but this hat wouldn't exist if (laughs) i'm not wearing that's true i am oh maybe that's why but you don't know that you don't know what's real it's true it's true no but i but i am wearing a hat Mm -hmm. it's a very nice hat that's what he thinks (laughs) what (laughs) i'm kidding Mm. Oh yeah, so so the thing with that is there's also this thing called mm-hmm. the peanut butter argument. The peanut butter argument. 
Yeah, and it's, this guy made this argument that like evolution teaches that matter and energy occasionally combine to form life. If we examine a jar of peanut butter, it contains matter and is exposed to energy, heat, and light. We do not see life form inside a peanut butter jar, and therefore... Hey, hey dipshit, what do you think peanuts were? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> You're using an example of something that was alive yeah. and has elements of life. And it's like, you've never seen your food go moldy. I mean, that's not abiogenesis, but like, yeah. <laughs> if it did turn moldy, would you be like, see... Um, I guess there is there's like, some life. Oh God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's as funny hey. as I think as like the banana argument, like the Oh, that it's the perfect size yeah. for your hand. <laughs> Even though those ones were cultivated by man and that they yeah. don't occur naturally. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it would go extinct if we didn't keep breeding them and <laughs> yeah. You know, speaking of bananas, is wasn't there a type of banana like uh, banana flavored candy was yeah. actually based on this banana, but then it went extinct in like the 30s or something? Like yeah, that? and I don't know if it's entirely extinct. I think it is, but mm -hmm. I don't remember. Yeah, it was sometime in the 20th century. There was a fungus that that grew on it, and it, yeah. it caused a lot of them to switch over to the bananas we have now because that fungus wouldn't grow on it. And That's crazy. That's the thing. That's like, you know, like black currants very common in like the UK, but it wasn't in North America. And part of that was because there was, I, I believe it was a fungus that like killed a lot of like the oh. currant trees. So they had yeah. to, they started putting more like hardy trees and things like that. So we got different flavors here in North America. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. And um, we were talking the other Nature, day. Nature, man. Nature's crazy. And how like trees, there was like thousands of years where trees wouldn't decompose until yeah. a certain. Um... Until the bacteria evolved to get rid of them. Yeah. We can see that like in, in like very low oxygen environments or like bogs, like peat bogs. That's a good example of it yeah. where decomposition doesn't occur. Things like that. Very dry, arid, arid places too yeah it happens it happens yeah it's just crazy it's a crazy world we live in and it's like pretty wild world of sports it really in, is right? it really is uh another another common one is like the chances of something occurring like the chances of of life starting so they go into like the mathematics of like how it's not possible so like there's one guy on youtube who's like i'll roll this dice and the chances of it rolling a one a million times or whatever is like the chances of life starting it's uh i always kind of my reaction to those kind of arguments is like well yeah but life started you know it's like if you're yeah. if you're on vacation and this is <laughs> way less um, unlikely than life starting but like if you're on vacation you chose vacation you didn't tell anybody where you're going and you run into a friend of yours that happened to go to the same place on vacation those chances are pretty low but it happens right and uh, or, or like winning the lottery yeah like what are the odds of that yeah but then somebody does pretty astronomical yeah. but people people win it all the time yeah just because the odds are so big doesn't mean it's not possible. Yeah. And it's like that thing of going backwards again. It's like, well, life mm -hmm. life exists. What were the chances of that happening? And it's like, yeah, it's probably pretty slim. Like, Well, that's that's the thing, too. It's like we don't know how many – we don't know how long the universe was without life, too, yeah. right? Like and if it took – if it took like a billion years before life even began, that's a long fucking time, man. Yeah. You could roll a dice, like, probably a couple hundred times. Yeah. And uh, the universe is pretty big. Some would say infinite. 
And, <laughs> you know, that increases the chances as well of yep. it happening somewhere. And, uh, yeah, so <laughs> I like a dim odds. But, but again, it happened. It doesn't mean that you, uh, your God done did it. It just means that it happened, and that's pretty mm-hmm. cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and there's other arguments like, oh, carbon dating isn't, isn't accurate. And it's like, well, it's not 100%, but that's why it's not the only kind of dating they use yeah, there are, so there many different types. types yeah and just like a bunch of it's all like i said just poking holes and mm-hmm. uh, instead of actually proving yeah. your theory <laughs> it's not a theory but by layman's term. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i got you i yeah. understand the net and accounting theory this is what they're arguing for um, <laughs> hates twos <laughs> he hates twos and tuesdays oddly well i mean it's not monday but come on it's true Mondays, am I right? Yeah, any other thoughts on... There's a bunch. There's a thousand, but any other thoughts on... I mean, we could go on this and just, like, run around in circles. I feel like at this point, we're kind of just saying the same thing. Yeah, it's true. Different context. (laughs) I I mean, again, it's... it's, I I understand why they make these arguments. Like, so much of it is... Like, if your whole life is built around this and your whole belief system is built around this, of course you want to... You want to do, like, what you can to believe it and prove that it's real. Because not only are you, you're not just like, for, for a lot of people, it's not just proving that they're right about something. It's that they're also like trying not to prove themselves wrong. Right? Yeah. Like, cause this is, this is like who you are and this is like your belief system. And you know, if someone's able to kind of just like, disprove all of that, yeah. you, uh, you can feel like a real fucking idiot sometimes. Right. And as some, as somebody who had like their, you know, worldview yeah. flipped upside down it is tough and hard to go through like i remember i was just watching so many videos that were just challenging my beliefs i'm like why am i doing this so i googled evidence for god but i was way mm-hmm. too too far down the, the rabbit hole the other way that i was like trying to buy these arguments and i was like trying to buy into this stuff and i was like i can't force myself to believe can i right <laughs> and right. uh yeah, but I think if it was, you know, reversed a little bit and I had maybe, you know, years earlier got into apologetics and, like, tried to convince myself and all these things, then, you know, maybe I would have stuck around a little longer because, yeah, again, it's not about convincing yeah. other people. It's mostly about convincing yourself and people in that in-crowd. That's all it is, right? Yeah. And, like, and that's the problem, too, because it is something that's so ingrained in, in people and that's why they start when they're young, too, yeah. right? Like, <laughs> I mean... I feel bad saying that, you know, they're just indoctrinating children, but I kind of feel that way. Yeah. You know, it's the same thing in like a lot of like the cults and things that you see, right? Mm-hmm. It's just systems in order to make it harder for people to leave. Yeah. Oh, a hundred percent. And this is, that's just another way to do it. Right. Yeah. Speaking of uh, people who can't leave, should we thank our patrons? Let's thank them. We, we won't let them leave. <laughs> Oh my God! Wow! Thank you so much! Oh, wow. thank you! Oh, thank you! Thank you so much! Hey, everybody! Thank you so much for coming to our Bible study. We uh, are so happy you're here. Um, let's uh, go around right now and just uh, say why each of us are glad to be learning um, today. I like learning because. Learning helps me grow. Mm-hmm. And growing is what uh, the good Lord wants me to do. 
That's why I eat all my vitamins and drink all my milk. And I, I for one, am a grower and not a shower. It's um, true. But um, he doesn't show at all. That's true. Amen. But let's thank a few people, and then we'll maybe go into some prayer requests. Um, I just want to thank Justin and Hannah for being part of this group and uh, for, you know, showing that they're wonderful people. And uh, I just want a special prayer request for our friend uh, Big Sky 1889. Mm. Um, see, the thing about Big Sky, love them to death, but uh, I was having a parade this last week for my birthday, and, you know, being the Big Sky that they are, they just, they just had to rain on my parade, quite literally, because, you know, thunderclouds, storms, all that stuff. But uh, mm-hmm. I didn't let it get me down because we just we just moved inside and it was okay. okay. But I just want to say, Big Sky, uh, please don't rain on other people's parades if you could. And if you do want to rain on a parade, maybe uh, rain on uh, like the straight pride parade. Right. Or like a parade for people who want to grow flowers. Mm-hmm. That's actually a really nice. That'd be a good nice parade idea. to go yeah. rain on. But uh, thank you all, and uh, we're going to do some Christian music lyrics. Can't you see you're not making Christianity better? You're just making rock and roll worse. Okay, so this isn't really, yeah, I guess it's Christian rock, but it was used more as like a praise and worship song in the whole, in the church. Okay, uh, so it's not really rock. It's more just like... Yeah, uh, but it's by like a rock band, and then they put out this like praise and worship song so but they're like you know like there, there's certain um vocals especially that came out in the 90s it's like a little pre-creed kind of more um post pearl jam but that like low right. kind of like like kind of grungy but not quite grungy exactly but right. you know they fuck you know that voice where it's like yeah this guy with fucks. the lord yeah with the lord yeah. uh that was third day for a lot of christians <laughs> we've discussed there's third day before not thursday which is a different band uh, i believe also mm, that's fourth day isn't it yeah third day or third thursday day is when or fifth day depending what day you start your week mm-hmm. sorry oh no no um, third day is when the lord rose that's true but this song's mm. called god of wonders man man this would move me back in the day my hands would be raised in praise to our savior and uh, i'd be passion passionately singing and then people would tap me on the shoulder and be like, you're actually singing a little too loud. And I'd be like... Would they really? That actually happened once. They're like, yeah, you're singing a little too really? loud. Really? Yeah. I'm like, well, I'm... Okay. okay. All right. <laughs> Isn't that the whole point that you're there? <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought, but I guess so. Anyway. Trevor. Um, that was the guy who said that was also named Trevor, and it really pissed me off. Two Trevors? Yeah. We had a bunch of wow. Trevors. Yeah. It was a whole thing. Wow. Um, too many Trevors. Too many Trevors. There can only be one. Mm-hmm. The song goes, Lord of all creation, Lord of water, earth, and sky, the heavens are your tabernacle. Glory to the Lord on high, and God of wonders beyond our galaxy. You are holy, holy, holy. The universe declares your majesty. You are holy, holy, holy. And it's all about how you just look at, look at this, how nice things are. That means God's real. I, I just feel like more often than not, these songs are just so boring yeah. and just repetitive. It's like, oh, it's great. So nice. Thanks, God. Yeah. Okay. Cool. <laughs> I feel like if I was like 
the supreme being i'd be like guys can you write a better song yeah. come on <laughs> do you always have to talk about this like come on yeah and like what, no why don't you song... talk about yeah sorry yeah no songs why don't you about his hog that's true he's yeah. probably like nobody's talking about my huge uh space wiener <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's what i would say if i was god mm-hmm. i'm not so i don't know who knows who knows what the real God would say, but I, I know you'd probably just get sick of everybody worshiping you all the time. I feel like it'd just be exhausting. Get over yourselves. Yeah. Get over me. Like it's fine for a little bit, but like, come on, it's gonna go to your head. <laughs> and how many hints does God have to drop that he's just not that into them? Like... That's true. <laughs> I mean, he seems to have been ignoring us for a very long time. Yeah. <laughs> It's like, you know, when you forget something in the fridge and you leave it there like a week too long. And yeah. Like, mm, should I throw that out? And you're like, I'm just going to ignore it. Yeah. Or you give it the smell test and you just throw up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's where we're at now. We, yeah. We're relegated to the back of the cosmic refrigerator. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> He's just created another race of aliens somewhere yeah. else. Oh, He's these like, ones are much better. better. Yeah. <laughs> Which I don't get why he didn't do that in the first place, but right, they can all do like slam dunks. Yeah. <laughs> they're all really like cool. They probably get all the four pointers. True. Yeah. True. Just for our listeners who aren't into sports, a four pointer is when you get uh, all four baskets in a basketball game in one minute. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Or five pointers when you slam dunk from half court. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Mm-hmm. But I know a lot of our listeners aren't big into sports, so no. we won't we won't rant too long about how we know all the nets. Don't worry, we won't talk about it more unless you want us to. Then we'll do our our sports based show. Yeah, that'll be our Patreon only sports beast. Yeah, yeah. Believe it or dunk. <laughs> but folks, you've been wonderful, and we appreciate all of you. Mm-hmm. And uh, bye. <laughs> We'll see you later. Bye-bye. Work, 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 Sky Moon. (laughs) This podcast has been brought to you by the Sonar Network. 